Welcome to Golden Gems with Dave Shaw and Bill Hansen. We review each week the career and personal life of one of the great unforgettable artists of the golden days of radio. So please join us on a trip down memory lane as we take a look at today's artist. Then go to our website, www.goldengems.net, where we also look at more of their career and play some of their most unforgettable great hits, which we are unable to share on the podcast. We invite you to join us there also. But for now, sit back and relax as we talk about the life of today's unforgettable artist of the golden days of radio. Welcome back to Golden Gems with Dave and Bill. Today we're going to take a look at the life of Natalie Cole. Natalie Maria Cole was born at Cedars of Lebanon Hospital in Los Angeles on February 6, 1950, to American singer and jazz pianist Nat King Cole and former Duke Ellington's orchestra singer Marie Hawkins Ellington. She was raised in the affluent Hancock Park District of Los Angeles. Regarding her childhood, Cole referred to her family as the Black Kennedys and was exposed to many great singers of jazz, soul, and blues. At the age of six, Natalie sang on her father's Christmas album, The Magic of Christmas, and later started performing at age 11. Cole grew up with an older adopted sister, Carol Cookie Cole, her mother Maria's younger sister's daughter, adopted brother Nat Kelly Cole, and younger twin sisters Timeline and Casey. Through their mother, Cole was a grandniece of educator Charlotte Hawkins Brown. Her paternal uncle, Freddie Cole, was a singer and pianist with numerous albums and awards. Natalie herself grew up surrounded by the likes of Ella Fitzgerald, and Frank Sinatra, who were considered family. Singing on one of her dad's Christmas albums and performing by age 11, her father's early death brought emotional scars and perhaps induced a self-imposed lack of musical focus. Cole enrolled in Northfield School for Girls, an elite New England preparatory school, which since 1971 was known as the Northfield Mount Hermon School, after merging with another school, before her father died of lung cancer in February 1965. Soon afterwards, she began having a difficult relationship with her mother. She enrolled in the University of Massachusetts at Amherst. She transferred briefly to the University of Southern California, where she pledged the Upsilon chapter of Delta Sigma Theta sorority. She later transferred back to the University of Massachusetts where she majored in child psychology and minored in German, graduating from there in 1972. Cole grew up listening to a variety of music that included Aretha Franklin and Janis Joplin. After graduation in 1972, she began singing at small clubs with her band, Black Magic. Clubs initially welcomed her because she was Nat King Cole's daughter, only to be disappointed when she began singing cover versions of R&B and rock songs. Cole released her first platinum record with her third release, Unpredictable, mainly thanks to the number one R&B hit, I've Got Love on My Mind, 
originally an album track, the album's closer, I'm Catching Hell, nonetheless became a popular Cole song during live concert shows. Later in 1977, Cole issued her fourth release and second platinum album, Thankful, which included another signature Cole hit, Our Love. Cole was the first female artist to have two platinum albums in one year. To capitalize on her fame, Cole starred on her own TV special, which attracted such celebrities as Earth, Wind, and Fire, and also appeared on the TV special Sinatra and Friends. In 1978, Cole released her first live album, Natalie Live. In early 1979, the singer was awarded a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. That same year, she released two more albums, I Love You So and the Peebo Bryson duet album, Were the Best of Friends. Both albums reached gold status in the U.S., reflecting her continuing popularity. Following the release of her eighth album, 1980's Don't Look Back, Cole's career began to take a detour. While Cole scored an adult contemporary hit with the soft rock ballad, Someone That I Used to Love, off the album, the album itself failed to go gold. In 1981, Cole's personal problems, including battles with drug addiction, began to attract public notice, and her career suffered as a result. In 1983, following the release of her album, I'm Ready, released on Epic, Cole entered a rehab facility in Connecticut and stayed there for a period of six months. Following her release, she signed with ATCO imprint Modern Records and released Dangerous, which started a slow resurgence for Cole in terms of record sales and chart success. In 1987, she changed to EMI Manhattan Records and released the album Everlasting, which returned her to the top of the charts thanks to singles such as Jumpstart My Heart, the Top Ten Ballad, I Live for Your Love, and her dance pop cover of Bruce Springsteen's Pink Cadillac. That success helped Everlasting reach one million in sales and became Cole's first platinum album in ten years. In 1989, she released her follow-up to Everlasting, Good to Be Back, which produced the number two hit, Miss You Like Crazy. It also achieved international success, reaching the top ten in the United Kingdom. Cole released her best-selling album with 1991's Unforgettable with Love on Elektra Records, which saw Cole singing songs her famous father recorded nearly 20 years after she initially had refused to cover her father's songs during live concerts. Cole produced vocal arrangements for the songs with piano accompaniment by her uncle Ike Cole. Cole's label released an interactive duet between Cole and her father on the title song, Unforgettable. The song eventually reached number 14 on the Billboard Hot 100 and number 10 on the R&B charts, going gold. Unforgettable with Love eventually sold more than 7 million copies in the U.S. alone and won several Grammys, including Album of the Year, Record of the Year, and Best Traditional Pop Vocal Performance for the Top Song. 
Cole followed that success with another album of jazz standards titled Take a Look in 1993, which included her recordings of the title track in the same styling that her idol Aretha Franklin had recorded nearly 30 years earlier. The album eventually went gold, while a holiday album, Holly and Ivy, also became gold. Another standard release, Stardust, went platinum and featured another duet with her father on a modern version of When I Fall in Love, which helped Cole earn another Grammy for Best Pop Collaboration with Vocals. In 1995, Cole was awarded an honorary doctorate of music from the Berklee College of Music. In 1999, Cole returned to her 1980s-era urban contemporary recording style with the release of Snowfall on the Sahara in June and the second Christmas album, The Magic of Christmas, in October, which recorded with London Symphony Orchestra. A year later, the singer collaborated on the production of her biopic, Living for Love, the Natalie Cole story with Teresa Randall playing Natalie Cole. She also released the compilation Greatest Hits Volume 1 to fulfill her contract with Elektra. She changed to Verve Records and released two albums, Ask a Woman Who Knows, 2002, continued her jazz aspirations, while Leaving, 2006, was an album of pop, rock, and R&B songs. Her version of Daydreaming by Aretha Franklin was a minor hit on the R&B chart. In 2008, 17 years after Unforgettable with Love, she released Still Unforgettable, which included songs made famous by her father and Frank Sinatra. In April 2012, she appeared on the Pennington Great Performers with a Baton Rouge Symphony Orchestra. Cole also pursued a career in acting. She appeared several times in concerts or other music-related programs, including the 1988 Nelson Mandela 70th birthday tribute with sideman Richard Campbell, Jeffrey Worrell, Eddie Cole, and Dave Joyce. In 1990, Cole hosted the TV show Big Break, a talent competition where singers and musicians competed for a $100,000 prize. That year, she and Al Jarreau sang Mr. President on the TV special, Comic Relief Special. After Johnny Mathis appeared on a special of Coles in 1980, the two kept in contact, and in 1992, he invited her to be a part of his television special, a tribute to Nat Cole for the BBC in England. An album of the same name was released. In 1992, following the success of Unforgettable with Love Album, PBS broadcast a special based on the album. Unforgettable with Love, Natalie Cole sings the songs of Nat King Cole, received an Emmy nomination for Outstanding Variety, Music, or Comedy Program. Cole received a nomination for Outstanding Individual Performance, but lost to Bette Midler. In 1993, she was among the guests of honor attending WrestleMania 9 at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas. At the 65th Academy Awards, she performed a medley of two Oscar-nominated songs, Run to You and I Have Nothing, both performed by Whitney Houston 
in the film The Bodyguard. Cole made a number of dramatic appearances on television, including All Fly Away, Touched by an Angel, Law and Order, Special Victims Unit, and Grey's Anatomy. She had the lead role in the TV movie Lillian Winter. She appeared in the Cole Porter biopic De Lovely. In 2001, she starred as herself in Living for Love, the Natalie Cole story, for which she received the NAACP Image Award for Outstanding Actress in a Television Movie, Miniseries, or Dramatic Special. On the February 5, 2007 episode of Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip, Cole sang I Say a Little Prayer at the benefit dinner. She sang the national anthem with the Atlanta University Center Chorus at Super Bowl twenty-eight. In 2013, she was a guest on Tina Sinatra's Father's Day special on Sirius Radio. The program included Dina Martin, Monica Mancini, and Daisy Torme, reminiscing about their famous fathers. Little about her personal life, Cole was married three times. She married Marvin Yancey, songwriter, producer, and former member of the 1970s R&B group The Independents on July 31, 1976. She had a son, Robert Adam Robbie Yancey, born October 14, 1977. He was a musician who toured with her. Marvin was her producer and an ordained Baptist minister who helped reintroduce her to religion. Under his influence, Cole changed from a lapsed Episcopalian to become a devout Baptist. Cole and Yancey were divorced in 1980. Yancey died of a heart attack in 1985, aged 34. In 1989, Cole married record producer and former drummer for the band Rufus, Andre Fisher. They were divorced in 1995. In 2001, Cole married Kenneth Dupree. They were divorced in 2004. And in 2017, her son Robbie died of a heart attack, aged 39. In 2000, Cole released an autobiography, Angel on My Shoulder, which described her battle with drugs during much of her life, including heroin and crack cocaine. At one stage as an addict, Cole worked as a prostitute's tout in order to fund her drug habit. Cole said she began recreational drug use while attending the University of Massachusetts Amherst. She was arrested in Toronto, Canada for possession of heroin in 1975. Cole spiraled out of control in this phase of her life. There was an incident in which she refused to leave a burning building and another in which her young son Robert nearly drowned in the family swimming pool while she was on a drug binge. She entered rehab in 1983. Her autobiography was released in conjunction with a made-for-TV movie, Living for Love, The Natalie Cole Story which aired on December 10, 2000 on NBC and re-aired October 26, 2011 on Century TV. Cole announced in 2008 that she had been diagnosed with hepatitis C, which is a liver disease 
that is spread through contact with infected blood. Cole attributed having the disease to her past intravenous drug use. Cole explained in 2009 that hepatitis C stayed in my body for 25 years, and it could still happen to addicts who are fooling around with drugs, especially needles. Four months after starting treatment for hepatitis C, Cole experienced kidney failure and required dialysis three times a week for nine months. Following her appeal for a kidney on the Larry King Show, she was contacted by the Oregon Procurement Agency, One Legacy, in May 2009. The facilitated donation came from a family requesting that if there were a match, their donor's kidney be designated for Cole. Cole canceled several events in December 2015 due to illness. It was reported on January 1, 2016, that she had died the day prior at Cedar sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles. Her family stated that at the time of her death, Cole had ongoing health issues. According to Cole's publicist Maureen O'Connor, the singer's death was the result of congestive heart failure. Cole's last musical performance was a short set of three songs in Manila. In official news of her cause of death, her family stated that Cole was diagnosed with idiopathic pulmonary arterial hypertension after her kidney transplant in 2009. Cole's son, along with her sisters, offered the following comment. Natalie fought a fierce, courageous battle, dying how she lived, with dignity, strength, and honor. Our beloved mother and sister will be greatly missed and remain unforgettable in our hearts forever. Cole's funeral was held on January 11, 2016, at the West Angeles Church of God in Christ in Los Angeles. David Foster, Stevie Wonder, Smokey Robinson, Lyle Ritchie, Gladys Knight, Jesse Jackson, and numerous other music and film stars attended her funeral. After the funeral, she was buried at Forest Lawn Memorial Park in Glendale, California. Well, thanks for being with us today as we review the life and career of Natalie Cole, the daughter of Nat King Cole, one of the greatest entertainers of the golden days of radio, who followed in her father's footsteps for a remarkable career on her own. She and her unforgettable music will long be remembered and loved. Well, join us on www.goldengems.net to listen to her great music, and be sure to be with us next time as we review another entertainer from those days when music was music, the golden days of radio. Thanks for being with us today. We hope you're having as much enjoyment as we are, reliving some of the unforgettable memories of the golden days of radio. To learn more about the career of today's artists and listen to several of their greatest hits, we invite you to go to our website, www.goldengems.net. May we also encourage you to tell your friends about the show. We'd love to have them join us in these little trips down memory lane. And as always, we invite your feedback or comments on 
goldengemsradio at gmail.com. So until next episode, this is Dave and Bill heading back into the archives to dust off some more unforgettable memories to share with you on Golden Gems. Thank you.